Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. The I got it. Right, let's, so get, let's get this show so on the, the road. Okay. So here's, Gonzaga is I, in the West, baby. And you know what the they're going to do with the West? They're going to show that the West is the best, cube because they are going to steamroll. No, I'm kidding. Uh who gives Gonzaga the best fight in the West, though? Like, if you look at this bracket, because oh I think God. Vermont is be- beating Arkansas. I'm sticking by that one. That's not happening. You guys are trying to continue. talk me into Duke. I think Duke's getting beat by Texas I'm not, Tech. I'm not. I never said that. Don't say that. Not you. I you also said you didn't guys. Say that. <laughs> when you say you guys, that it was, sounds like you, me and him. No, it's Ken, Ken came on the show 20 minutes ago, 40 and minutes Ken ago. Ken Barkley will make you, it, make, you, make you question everything you know. Yes. Ken Barkley in also was on fashion. Indiana you know, plus seven. So no disrespect, Ryan. But like, Ken, oh, we're gonna win this one. Oh, listen, God, no, we're not. It's so, down. So okay, so Ken Barkley's not an infallible human. We act like he's IBM Watson. Duke, I saw him up close. They're not good. I know, but I, I was, I love Duke I know, going into the season. Good. We all love the Duke going into the season. The pressure of the Coach K last season, I think, is too much for these youngsters. You know what's crazy about Duke is this: Duke has had or has a ton of talent. We know that, but all of their guys have had like standout stretches this season where they've really shown how good they can be not only in college basketball, but after this college career is done and in the NBA. I mean, Wendell has been phenomenal. Trevor Keel started the season. He was actually the injury that made that thing go. Paolo Bancaro did the same thing. He Paolo has shown up in every like big time moment and scenario where he's had I to face Paolo. like actual talent. Love Paolo. Like AJ Griffin has had like he's shooting the highest percentage from three point range in college basketball right now. He's one of the best sharpshooters in, in basketball, and they do have some bad losses. But at some point, you have to imagine that they come together at least in, in some of these games where everything is going to get tighter for other other teams too. So you got to think: Do I trust in a tight situation some of these teams that might be newer to this situation, like a Texas Tech and this and that young team as well? Michigan State's extremely young as well. Memphis is crazy young. If you want to see Memphis come through, like all these teams are very young. Yeah, Duke still has the system and a coaching staff that's done it a billion times. Like this is, I think, if we have a little recency bias, I'm the same way. I had to just talk myself out of it. Thanks to Ken Barkley. Check out the podcast. Type in Bet MGM tonight. Ting. But I think Duke can really make a little bit of a run here. So. I'm back on Duke. I do think they beat Texas Tech or whoever comes out of Michigan State. Davidson, which is going to be Michigan State, by the way. Um, I do like Duke, so I'm not down on Duke anymore. I don't know if they're going to be an Elite Eight team. I think they definitely can make the Sweet 16, and everybody's down on them. Those spreads actually also, they might get more respectable as we move forward here because so many people have seen Duke on a grand stage and they've collapsed. To me, though, that's a disappointment. To me, if if they don't make it past the Sweet 16, Considering that they're a two seed, that's a disappointment. I'm just saying where we're looking at yeah, straight up matchups to yeah, yeah. we have to fill out the bracket yeah. one round at a time. I'm saying like he just mentioned Texas Tech, so they would have to play Texas Tech yep. in the Sweet 16, so that would leave them going to the lead eight. So yep. I like them straight up. I think Duke, uh, even though they're a number two seed, they're a number two seed a lot because of just the hype of Duke and all the talent that they do have. But Duke can make a real run, even though a lot of people do not think so. 
I'm on Duke to to make it a little bit, yeah. at least the first two rounds. Like, I look at the bracket, right? And, like, let's start, like, at the top because the Zags are going to roll Georgia State by, I, I mean, I don't know, actually, if they'll even cover the spread because Georgia State, if anything, I kind of want to take them at 23 and a half, but the Zags win, right? Boise yes. State, Memphis, what are you guys going to do with? Because you know how I feel about Memphis, and I really want to see them match up against the Zags, but I could see them getting beat by Boise State. The only thing is Boise State's 0-1 against the top 25, so, like, if you look at their BPI rank, 55, Memphis is 3-1 and one against the top 25, so they are battle-tested. Uh, they did just get blown out by Houston, but yeah. they beat Houston two times before that in that championship game. So this is the thing about uh, Boise State and Houston. I mean, not Houston, and uh, Memphis. Memphis is just so undisciplined. I do love Jalen Duran, but after that, they don't really have a lot of guys. They do play at a fast pace. They are extremely gritty, and they can go up really big, but they also are so young where they blow leads like it's nothing. we got to remember, Duran just turned – 18 years old. Um, he's only a year older than Amani Bates, NBA, or yeah. he'd be in the NBA. So that, like, that's the thing with him. But I think one thing that Boise State does, they have size to match up with Duran down low. I mean, they don't have the athleticism as Durant, who's probably like a, a Dwight Howard light, 6'10". He's uber strong. Like, it's it's crazy to see him play basketball. But Boise does have some size down low with some 7-footers, some 6'11 guys that can uh, at least stand in front of him and get some fouls. you got Burke Smith. He's 6'11", 230 out of Glen Allen, Virginia. Of course, i got to shout him out. That's the DMV. we got um, um Maladen Armis as well, 6'10", 240. You got Lucas Milner, 6'10", 238. They're not, nobody's the size exactly of Durant, but they do have more bodies that you could throw at him and to, to slow him down than the rest of the guys. You just have to trust that you can make some shots from the outside. So I think I... I, I've, I love Memphis. We had a future on Memphis. Yeah. Um, we played them. We've been on Memphis when before Am- the Amani Bates hype, actually. But I think Boise State might give them a run for their money. You got to think the Mountain West Conference is the strongest conference in this entire tournament right now, they have four, I repeat, four teams in the bracket right now. That's something to be said for that. When you're Boise State, you finished first in the Mountain West with only seven losses. So I do like Boise State in that matchup. Um, let's move throughout the rest of this bracket, though, because we do have some other games. What else stands out to you in the West side of this thing? Um, we do have Arkansas, Vermont. You feel very passionately about that one, saying Vermont's going to beat the Razorbacks outright? What's up with that? The Razorbacks the four seed right now. Yeah, I picked that one. I, I like Vermont. I mean, Arkansas really let me down, obviously, in the tournament, but I'm not going to overreact to that. I just really like the number. So it was more like it, it didn't really make sense is why I liked it as a six-point spread, six-and-a-half-point spread, so I took the number. I, I do think Arkansas is probably going to win that game, but as far as like the 13-4 that I did want to play uh, on my bracket, I did take Vermont to pull off the upset because I think UConn, I'm looking for for upsets, right? And I think UConn, even though I'm not really high on them, I do think that they're going to roll New Mexico State, even though I don't really love Dan Hurley as a coach. Um, Just because he got teed up? It, well, no, no. I, I actually like that about mm-hmm. him. That didn't bother me at all. So I do think, like, if anybody's getting knocked off, it probably would be Arkansas just because they're not playing their best brand of basketball going into the tournament, and I need an upset there. Uh, but the upset I'm going to pick is actually going to be the winner of Rutgers-Notre Dame. And I did bet Rutgers, but the more I think about it, they give up a ton of open looks. And if Notre Dame's hitting their shots, I think they could pull off, I guess, what's considered the upset. I think whoever wins that game is going to roll Alabama, though. I love Nate mm-hmm. Oates, but Bama, yeah, they can't shoot this they year. They defend. can score. They don't defend. Uh, it's been the same story all year, and I think that they're one and done in the tournament. So I guess that'd be my upset pick. What do you feel about that upset pick, uh, Tristan? Yeah, you with them or not? I'm on Rutgers, too. Uh, I I just think Rutgers has been a very gritty team, not just late, but pretty much all throughout. They're really, really good, obviously, at home. They're not they're not awful against the spread um, on the road. I just think that they're one of the more resilient teams in the Big Ten. They could beat anybody on any given day. They have a bunch of quality wins. <clears throat> I could see them making some noise, uh, especially given the fact that Alabama, I think, is quite overrated. We've seen them consistently not be good, not just 
late but early as well. Like early in the season, they were making some mistakes, losing to teams they had no business losing to, going on these droughts of, of shooting threes. Beating shooting teams just, they shouldn't sh- beat. <laughs> beating teams they shouldn't beat. Just, just shooting a million threes, too. Like, and Nate Oates is like, oh, well, we don't have anything else really we're going to do, so uh, we can't change our identity now. So I think Rutgers' identity is more battle-tested. Uh, than Alabama, even though Alabama does have some quality wins. I'm actually going to fade both of you guys here, and I actually do like Alabama. Go I, I like Alabama, I not not to make a run, but I think they do come out the first round. Okay. A little bit of Duke syndrome. I know this, with Alabama, they've been more consistent than, of course, a lot of teams this year, so that's not to be denied. But they do have a lot of experience on that floor, in which and that's something that I do think at this time of the year you have to pinpoint their best players. Like Jalen, uh, Jaden Shackelford is a. I think Jaden is a. He's a junior right now you also have Javon Quinley who's he's a junior as well other guys JD Davis is the only freshman but he's playing the guard position at a really high level and also his hair is excellent and you got Keon Ellis as well he's a senior out of Florida they have a lot of guys who can put up a ton of points who can who can really live in and they live for this moment they've taken down Goliaths all year long so I think they can continue to do that especially if it comes between Notre Dame and Rutgers so I'm actually going to take Alabama to advance um right there in that spot um other other than that we do have UConn taking on New Mexico State you already alluded to this but Tristan we got to go to you first like because UConn. you love UConn I think you have UConn in your final four I think I'm gonna put them in the final four I think that they just are physical they have guys that are tall they have like I think three guys that are in the let me see just make sure that are between six and six six and six nine that six, big east 10. basketball they that all have east. a lot of rosters with a lot of tall guys that S- have bang with each other sonogo is six nine two forty but he feels bigger he kind of strikes me like a clint capella sort of and how and how he likes to be underneath the basket rim runner type of a guy tyrese martin six six shooter and can defend obviously they've got uh we know rj cole and what he's up to he's six one but he leads the break. He's super fast. RJ Cole is excellent. At RJ Cole is just excellent. Um, and then you also have Andre Jackson as well, and Isaiah Whaley. Isaiah Whaley had huge minutes, even though he's just a role player. Uh, he he's been in a limited role for the majority of the the actual regular season, but had some huge minutes in conference tournament time, uh, especially down the stretch against Villanova. I just think that they're big and they're athletic and they're physical, and they play defense all the way from start to finish. Like they're picking guys up basically full court. So I, I like them, and I think that they could punch somebody in the mouth and knock them out. Trista, I believe you. New Mexico State, they're going to have a real test because that team is really, really good, especially at this time of the year as well. I don't know. I kind of kind of like New Mexico State. They might be able to put up more points than UConn yeah. is ready to, to match with them. 